Good evening. Welcome to the Monday, January 29, 2024 meeting. And we start our meeting at 534. And this is a Sacramento Ethics Commissioner's meeting. And the meeting is now called to order. Will the clerk please call the road to establish a quorum? Thank you, Vice Chair. Uh, commissioners, please unmute your microphones. Commissioner LaFaso? Here. Commissioner Adams? Present. Commissioner Velasquez? Present. Commissioner Emery? Present. And Vice Chair Ng? Present. Thank you, we have quorum. Thank you. I would like to remind members of the public that if you would like to speak on an agenda item, please turn in a speaker slip where the item begins. You will have two minutes to speak once you are called on. After the first speaker, we will no longer accept speaker slips. We will now proceed with today's agenda. And will the clerk be kind enough to do the land acknowledgement? Yes, thank you, Vice Chair. Uh, all rise for the uh, please rise for the opening acknowledgments in honor of Sacramento's indigenous people and tribal lands. To the original people of this land, the Nisanon people, the Southern Maidu, Valley and Plains Miwok, Patwin Winton peoples, and the people of the Wilton Rancheria, Sacramento's only federally recognized tribe. May we acknowledge and honor the native people who came before us and still walk beside us today on these ancestral lands by choosing to gather together today in the active practice of acknowledgement and appreciation for Sacramento's indigenous people's history, contributions, and lives. Thank you. Uh, please remain standing for the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Our first business today is approval of the consent calendar. Clerk, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on the consent calendar? Thank you, Vice Chair. I have no speaker slips. Thank you. Are there any commissioners who wish to speak on this item? Yes, Alan. You to turn my microphone on, or how does that work? It is on. Oh, it is on. Okay. Um, I just want to say that even though I was not a member of the commission last year, I have watched the tapes of the October and November meetings, and as a consequence, I believe myself competent to vote on the minutes, and I intend to unless somebody tells me I cannot. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, is there a motion and a second for the consent calendar? I move to accept the consent calendar. Second. Is, 
Thank you. Will the clerk please call the roll for the vote? Thank you, Vice Chair. Commissioners, please unmute your microphones. Commissioner LaFaso? Yes. Commissioner Adams? Aye. Commissioner Velasquez? Aye. Commissioner Emery? Yes. And Vice Chair Ng? Yes. Thank you. The motion passes. We will now proceed to the discussion calendar. Item four is a power and duties of the Sacramento Ethics Commission on the oral report. Is there a staff presentation? Yes, there is. Gary Lindsay, general counsel for the commission. I have a presentation. Hopefully I can, from a technical standpoint, do the PowerPoint. Okay. So um, I won't spend a great deal of time on this. I would, if you have, for instance, any specific questions about the rules of the commission that's generated by this and you want to ask me about it, I'd be glad to discuss it in greater detail with you, um, as they, not just now and right now in the month of January, but over time if certain questions come up for you. Uh, the city clerk thought this was a good idea, given that we have... Um, several new members to the commission. And uh, with that, I will proceed unless there's any questions. Oh, okay, let me go ahead. Okay, so the uh, powers of the commission uh, are reflected in the, uh, in the codified city code, which can be found online. And, and the Ethics Commission specifically is in chapter 2.112, but um, the Ethics Commission actually, with respect to its powers, um, has jurisdiction with respect to reviewing issues coming out of um, investigating complaints related to and recommending um, changes related to various parts of the city code, including the code of ethics, um, the code having to do with transparent governments. Oh, did I just, sorry, did I just do that? Let's try to get that back, sorry. Um, and also, for instance, one of what I wanted to mention was the lobbyist registration and reporting code, which um, is now going to proceed to law and ledge. As of today, it's passed through the internal review with the city attorney's office and uh, tentatively scheduled to be on the law and ledge, or anticipated to be on the law and ledge um, agenda for February 20th um, of this year. And as I mentioned, there's the review powers of the commission having to do with complaints, and it mentions uh, elected and appointed city officials. It, uh, in subsection B, actually, uh, goes into greater detail as to department heads, for instance, um, uh, and others beyond just city officials who can fall under the jurisdiction of the uh, Ethics Commission with respect to complaints. And if the lobbyist registration and reporting code updates happen, lobbyists will fall under this as well, the Ethics Commission's jurisdiction, with respect to complaints against them. Okay. These are several, these are the codes mentioned in the, the uh, city code with respect to the Ethics Commission for powers of review. And stop me at any time if you have any questions. Okay. And the enforcement mechanism, uh, we have an administrative penalties, which is basically a type of fine that uh, can be imposed 
by the Ethics Commission after a due process hearing having to do with the complaints. There have been several in the last year or so having to do with at least one commission member on another commission, several having to do with, um, with uh, actually city, um, city council members, and a few that have done, dealt with uh, candidates and campaigns just in the last two, about three or four months. In addition to that, the Ethics Commission can make annual reports, at least annually, to the, uh, to the city council in an advisory capacity, suggesting changes that ultimately the city council may or may not take up. And then um, with the, there's the reporting with the FPPC. Okay, yeah, input as far as um, investigations, which should be coming up on next on the ethics, next ethics commission meeting. And with respect to the, the commission adopting regulations and procedures for investigations, there's on the Ethics Commission's website uh, the regulations for the holding of the hearings. They've applied to hearings that have been held at least for the last several years and have been updated, I think, at least twice in the last year and a half by the Ethics Commission after holding hearings, thinking that there could be improvements and those improvements being ultimately adopted. This gets into the issue of public trust in that uh, the various commissioners hold their offices for the benefit of the public, not themselves. Yeah. And there's prohibitions against nepotism, which is to be expected. And uh, there's also whistleblower protection policy, not just in a commission member violating it, but also that a commission member could take advantage of it. And with respect to mandatory training, these are state requirements as far as ethics and sexual harassment. Um, if one hasn't happened or if you think there needs to be one that you should have taken, then you could um, speak with Mindy and myself and we could see about arranging that. Okay. With respect to the Political Reform Act, it's a state law but also applies to um, local officials, not just city council members. Um, if you like, I could do a presentation at some point in greater detail on it. But for instance, uh, issues of self-dealing are prohibited and that sort of thing. And then we have a transparent government with a sunshine ordinance. Just as a side note, um, many may correct me, but we're done with ad hoc committees, right? And you probably think you, I see you smiling, so I, no. But, um, and then, um, for, for those who are not aware, we do have, there is the Public Records Act, which is a state law, applies also locally um, with various exemptions depending on things such as privilege, for instance, if something's attorney-client privilege, for instance, with respect to the commission, um, they would be that to a degree. Um, other than that, though, some email communications, documents, and so on are subject to public disclosure according to the California Public Records Act. And the city attorney's office and the clerk's office typically coordinate handling the review and ultimate disclosure of those records. Okay. 
and they're actually those records can be found if they're disclosed at the open records portal not just for commissioners but for the general public are there any questions uh, yes commissioner Emery. there we go so I noticed it said you do keep a part of the ethics. There's a list of law firms that deal with sexual harassment. Is there a law firm for anything besides sexual harassment? It's oh. like that's very narrow. Does it, um, it it's only specifies that one, but are there lawyers for other grievances that could happen? Oh, uh, if I may explain. So for instance, with there's the city attorney's office, for instance, that serves lawyers for the city of Sacramento and its business. But then in addition to that, depending on the area of law, the um, city attorney's office might contract with an outside law firm to be outside counsel on given issues. I think for instance, one would be um, uh, workers' compensation, that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And so the issue of uh, sexual harassment claims and that sort of thing isn't the only okay. one, but is the only one um, provided for by the city council as far as jurisdiction with respect to the ethics commission but there are other areas of law and other types of litigation for instance that there are outside firms that uh, deal with it maybe there was I don't know the exact reason why it's the only one listed but it's probably because of a, essentially an ethics tie-in for that it, it seems like there's other issues though that could have an ethics tie-in I was just curious about that Something explore in the future, I guess. Were there any other questions? Commissioner Thank you, Madam Vice Chair. Uh, comment and three questions. I couldn't help noticing that thing you mentioned about ad hocs. I, that caught my attention reading the code. That section's actually about ad hoc city council yeah. uh, committees, not commission committees, FYI. Um, Secondly, you said, uh, you mentioned changes to the commission's jurisdiction coming to law and ledge on Feb 20? Yeah. And I was going to ask you if that had been, I don't know if that had been discussed by this body. What I'm really asking is, is there a prior hearing with a published draft of these changes that one can read? It will be published for law and ledge. Okay. For the, for, it has to be published for the agenda. And that will be the first time it's aired in public? Yes. Got it. And uh, there are four days. Sunshine North says four days. I thought Brown was, uh, well, sorry. Five. Five. Okay. Um, what, what, was, what was the item that you said was coming to us next meeting? The law firms, with respect to the law firms. Ah, appreciate that. Finally, um, the, the ordinance makes reference to every two years the commission reviewing the city's contract with the Fair Political Practices Commission. Can you tell me what that contract is for and what the status is of it with regard to any potential ethics commission review? At this moment, I cannot because I had the same question as you when I was okay. going over this and whether or not we've done that in the last two years. So, so Mr. Lindsay, I'd be happy to answer that question, if I may. Y yes, yes. Thank you. Um, in regards to ad hoc committees, um, council or city boards, commissions, and committees in Chapter 2.40 of the city's municipal code does prohibit ad hocs of all boards, commissions, and committees. Um, and so they're not allowed on the boards, commissions, and committees. You may have been referring to 
our city code, our sunshine ordinance, which states the city council may not have ad hoc committees, and if they do, they are they are Brown Act bodies. But and indeed, it was the sunshine ordinance section I was talking about. Yeah, but two point or two point four zero does address boards, commissions, and committees directly, and ad hocs are not prohibited. We currently do not have a contract with the Fair Political Practices Commission. The initial contract was for to, was to do audits of um, campaign finance. Um, we found that we got to a standstill with the Fair Political Practices Commission and could not enter back into a contract. And I'd be happy to talk to you offline and, and share some, some past history of that. Okay, I appreciate that. I, uh, I uh, appreciate the follow-up on ad hocs. I'm, I'm, I'm aware of the city's council's thing about ad hocs. I just noted that there's still a provision in the law that says that if the city council has an ad hoc committee, uh, a quorum of the ad hoc is what engenders notice. In other words, the city council can't have a four-member ad hoc committee and say that it's less than a quorum and say that it is not subject to the Brown Act. That was uh, that was kind of a big issue about 12 years ago. Anyway. Yeah. Um, and, and council can create an ad hoc committee, um, but they are then Brown Act bodies. Um, and I appreciate the comment about the FPPC contract. I do believe it's appropriate to ask this one question in public, which is, if the FPPC isn't doing the audits, is there another procedure for doing the audits? Um, we don't currently proactively do audits, but we would have, if we got a complaint in regards to campaign finance, we would engage our independent evaluator to do any analysis. Appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Madam Chair. Vice Chair. Okay. This item is received and filed, so no vote is required. We will move on to the next item. Thank you, Chair. Vice Chair. My name is Jacob Bredberg with the Office of the City Clerk. I'm here today to uh, present item number five, a selection of chair and vice chair for calendar year 2024. Sacramento City Code section 2.40.170 states that each city board and commission shall elect one of its members to serve as a chairperson and another to serve as vice chairperson for each calendar year. A member may serve as the chairperson or vice chairperson for no more than two calendar years. The chairperson shall be the presiding officer and shall ensure the orderly conduct of the meeting. If the chairperson is absent, the vice chairperson shall act in the capacity of the chairperson. The chairperson or vice chairperson in the absence of chair is responsible for presiding at all meetings and charged with equally applying rules of conduct, ensuring parliamentary procedure is followed, compliance with the Brown Act, and that the scope and work of the commission is accomplished. Rosenberg's Rules of Order outlines parliamentary procedure and the Sacramento City Code outlines the scope of most city boards, commissions, and committees. Uh, the order and conduct of business are also governed by the City of Sacramento Council Rules of Procedure. The chairperson and vice chairperson persons shall start their terms at the next regular meeting. Any member may nominate a fellow member or themselves for chairperson or vice chairperson. Once a nomination has been made for chair, the legislative body shall vote on that nomination. It is common practice that the nomination for vice chair shall, uh, shall follow, uh, and the legislative body would then vote on that nomination. A majority of members present is necessary to pass a motion selecting a chairperson and a vice chairperson. 
Uh, so of the members uh, of the Sacramento Ethics Commission today, um, from our research, it shows that um, Commissioner Adams would not be eligible to serve as vice chair as they have um, uh, served that role uh, two calendar years uh, in 2019 and 2020. And uh, additionally, uh, current vice chair uh, Ng uh, is also not eligible to serve as vice chair. Um, so with that, I will bring this back to the commission and I'm here with any, for any questions. Thank you. Clerk, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on this item? Thank you, Vice Chair. I have no speaker slips. Thank you. Are there commissioners who wish to speak on this item? Um, I know we have new commissioners, so there may be a change in intent um, as far as how this commission may want to uh, think about chair and vice chair. I have enjoyed rotating the position, um, and I know that I don't. Uh, there will be discussion, um, likely among uh, at least the, the new members, about the selection. Uh, so I just want to say, without jumping the gun and uh, making a motion, I will say that my intent will be to nominate vice chair Ng as chair and. Uh, uh, Commissioner Velasquez as vice chair. Obviously, those will be different motions after um, others have had a chance to speak, but I just wanted to state that. Um, but I have enjoyed rotating every year. Uh, I was going to say I nominate um, uh, Commissioner Adams for chair. Um, so I had asked to speak before someone made a motion, and it seems to me that... Uh, I stated my intent for a motion without making a motion. I thought Commissioner uh, Velasquez made a motion. Didn't make a motion. I, I was just sharing my two cents. Oh, I didn't I'm make, sorry. I didn't make a motion. Oh. I'm sorry. I misunderstood you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. I was teasing her, but I was serious. Oh, okay. I see. Okay. Appreciate that, uh, that clarification. Um, I was just going to echo what Commissioner Adams said about um, rotation. Um, in prior commissions I've served on, I think the sort of one-year term expectation that vice chair becomes chair creates both uh, opportunities for every member to serve as well as a kind of continuity in that Generally speaking, one has a good sense of who the next chair is going to be, um, and one gets to decide who the chair following that's going to be a year in advance, which cre creates a kind of a you know chair elect kind of system. Anyway, I, if that's what you indicated, you supported uh, Commissioner Adams. I I agree with you. That's all I want to say. Thank you. Okay, just one more thing. I'd rather not do either personally, but I, I do want to be flexible and helpful. So if that's the majority of what everyone thinks is that we can rotate and share duties, then that's what I'll do.
I know we will do the votes separately, um, and although I do appreciate the nod for me as, as chair, um, in addition to having served twice as vice chair, I have served once as chair, so I don't mind passing uh, the reins to someone else who have yet to have that chance. So um, I will make a motion uh, for vice chair Ng to serve as chair. I have a motion by Commissioner Adams and a second by Commissioner LaFosso. Would the clerk please call the roll for the vote? Thank you, Vice Chair. Uh, commissioners, if you could please unmute your microphones. Commissioner LaFosso? Aye. Commissioner Adams? Aye. Commissioner Velasquez? Aye. Commissioner Emery? Aye. And Vice Chair Ng? Aye. Thank you. The motion passes. The next item is member comments. Uh, I no. No? Sorry to interrupt. Uh, we do now need to take uh, nominations for vice chair. Oh, I am so sorry. I just jumped the gun, didn't I? Oh, so is there a motion for the uh, position of vice chair? With hesitation, I still move for <laughs> Commissioner <laughs> Velasquez at the same time. if. I, you know, I understand that having that role takes on other responsibilities, and, and we are all here voluntary, um, so voluntarily. So I, I do not want to force the motion um, <laughs> upon you. So if someone else has another motion, I will reserve it. But if not, I will move uh, for if okay. if she accepts uh, for Commissioner Velasquez. Commissioner Emery. I'm, it's, since uh, Commissioner Velasquez has stated her hesitation, I'd like to nominate Commissioner LaFosso, get some new blood sometimes uh, on a commission. And uh, uh, I, I think you're fairly, you, you did more than me in looking at the old meetings, which I need to do that. So I, I think your ability to prepare is good. So throwing that out. Do we have um that's very kind, um, and I will accept the nomination if it's seconded. Okay. So we have a, a motion. So I have two motions on the table currently. Okay. A motion from uh, Commissioner Adams uh, nominating uh, Commissioner Velasquez for vice chair. Additionally, I have a motion um, for uh, from Commissioner Emery nominating Commissioner LaFosso as vice chair. I do not have a second on either of those motions. I'm gonna substitute the substitute motion by Ms. Emery. Hmm? Yeah, I know it's self-serving, but I'm doing it anyway. You're seconding that motion? Yes. Yes. You're seconding that motion, okay. So, Commissioner, Velasquez? Uh, I accept um, Adams' proposal, Commissioner Adams' proposal to, um, to nominate me for vice chair. So do you need a second? We already have a second, right? Well, I received, I'm going to defer to the uh, city attorney. We need to have the motion that was first had a second to it voted upon for, before we proceed with anything else. Excellent. So would you please uh, repeat that? 
I will, thank you. Uh, thank you, Vice Chair. I have a motion by Commissioner Emery with a second by Commissioner LaFosso, nominating uh, uh, Commissioner LaFosso as Vice Chair for calendar year 2024. And I'll now do the Roll call vote. Uh, if commissioners could please unmute their microphones. Commissioner LaFasso? Aye. Commissioner Adams? No. Commissioner Velasquez? Would it be appropriate to abstain? Absolutely. Commissioner Emery? Aye. And Vice Chair Ng. Aye. Do I have a roll? Uh, that motion passes three to two. So with that, because that substitute motion passes, we are not taking a vote on the initial motion, correct? Thank you, Council. Um, congratulations uh, to Vice Chair LaFasso. Uh, both uh, the Chair and Vice Chair's terms will start at the next regular meeting. So I can move on. <laughs> the next item is member comments, ideas, questions, and meeting conference report. Are there any commissioners who wish to speak? Oh. Commissioner Hammond. Okay. Uh, just a couple things. One is, and I realize I should have asked it before, um, on the consent agenda said Sacramento Ethic Commission follow-up log. I'm wondering where I can find that. I'd, I'd like to look at the follow-up log in the future. I could be given information where to find that or gotten that. So that's one to do my job. And the other one just is just an idea. You know, I, I think this is such an important commission, and I pretty much stay on top of what's going on. I had no idea this existed until somebody suggested I apply for this. And I really started thinking, you know, because I was reading the handbook about, you know, reaching out and, and learning more about it. And I know I personally, when I envy, I said, I really like the public to also understand, you know, sometimes people go, I hate that person, unethical. No, you, you disagree with them. They were very transparent. They explained what they were doing. And there's only, we only have a handful of people that we are over, you know, just the average parking garage attendant because they, went on your, you know, your, your coupon that you don't send it to the Ethics Commission. So I think it is important to educate people. And I started thinking, because I've been a longtime member of my neighbor association all those years, I know we've gotten requests from utilities, can we speak, and water, can we speak, and roads, can we speak. I don't think I ever got anything from the commissions, not just the Ethics Commission, but any how to get on a commission, how to apply, what they do. I think it'd be a really great opportunity for us to try, you know, there's uh, the city does have a list of the many neighborhood association, community association, just to go and act to get on their calendars and say, we just would like to tell you what these do and, and where to find out more about it. And if you want to file a complaint, it would have to be, you know, those very specific, the mayor, city council, and the charter members. Um, and these very specific reasons, I think it would be a really great opportunity just to educate the public about what we do and make sure that there's more, I think it brings some trust to, to government by people knowing, oh, now I know what I'm supposed to do. And then, you know, also do let them know if, 
if you disagree with somebody, I was reading about the last city council where people very much disagree with one of the council members. I don't think she was being unethical. She was speaking her mind. She was very transparent on it. And that's an important consideration um, as opposed to somebody who, who's hiding what they're doing, which is more the, the ethics. So I'd just like to throw that out there. You, some of the community associations, uh, neighbor associations, we'd be glad to go get a little, uh, a little talk sometimes about how the city runs. It's always very interesting. I'm also trying to think, this has been around for seven or eight years. I did take, I did go to City Management Academy probably about five years ago, and I don't remember. It could very well be it was there. I don't remember. So um, that would be another opportunity. So thank you. That just wanted to say. Mr. Bredberg, may I address that question? So first part, um, the log, it's part of the staff report. So there was nothing on the log, so it doesn't stand out very much. But I'd be happy to hand this to you. Um, it's part of the staff report. So typically, we just cut and paste it into the log. Um, and at, right at this point, there's nothing pending. Um, one of the goals for the commission that they adopted last year was to talk to um, engage the community. So I've been having staff work on some documents um, that are handouts that you would be able to take to a community association meeting to share with them. Um, once those are complete, you will be able to sign up. Um, and our community engagement manager actually made a presentation to the commission. Be happy to share that meeting with you so you can hear what she said, but ways that the commission can engage. So once the, that, those materials and collateral are, are available, you will be able to sign up to go to meetings. There's also a place online where you can find out where all the meetings are. Um, and you're welcome to go to any of those meetings and present on behalf of the commission as a commissioner now. So again, we've got some collateral um, information there's a community ambassador program. So I believe it's about 16 individuals that go out into the community and their job is to go to neighborhood associations and to engage. And I have presented to that group to let them know about the ethics commission and all boards, commissions, and committee. Um, lastly, you mentioned the city management academy. Um, and this is the first year back of, the, of that committee. We had a, a hiatus during COVID um, and it has been reestablished and is, is going strong. We actually had at the last city council meeting a graduation for that group. So um, that should continue and that's a really great way to get our message out um, organically. Thank you very much. I'm just going to jump in right now before the other commissioner is going to talk, but I just also want to take this opportunity to welcome our two new Commissioners, Commissioner LaFosso and Commissioner Emery. And welcome to the commission. We look forward to working with you. You know, we didn't do it when we start the meeting, but we're doing it now. So I'm sure the other commissioner is going to say the same thing. But please, Commissioner Adam. <laughs> yes, and likewise, welcome. It's always nice to have new uh, faces and Having been on the commission since its beginning, um, it's nice seeing different people come in and bringing different perspectives. Um, I have something else, and I know I'm going to be a broken record for Ms. Cuppy, uh, but uh, is there an ETA on the auditor's report of the commission? Um, I don't have information on that, but I'd be happy to reach out to the auditor's office tomorrow um, and see if I can get an ETA. Um, the city auditor um, resigned in uh, the end of December. So um, they're a little bit short-staffed. We anticipate the interim um, auditor to be appointed next week. 
Um, and but um, she's got her, her plate full. So, but I will get a, an update on that, and I will share that with you via email. Thank you. Commissioner Velasquez. Uh, yeah. So, um, on a couple of items that you guys beat me to, um, I was going to respond to Commissioner Emery's um, comment about the public um, interaction. So, thank you for mentioning that. Um, Clerk Mindy, and is there a, um, you know, at work, if you have assignments or tasks, there's a list of what you're currently working on. Is there a list of that on um, the in internet or on the ethics committee somewhere or in via email that shows what they're current, what you guys are currently working on that we proposed last year? Mm. Uh, for example, what you just mentioned. So that way that the new members can can look back to see what's already kind of in the works behind the scenes? I don't have a list of, um, I, could, I could share that via email. Okay, okay. But I think we, um, I think the commission asked for, um, and it wasn't clear exactly what materials um, they want, that the commissioners wanted. Um, the two individuals that I was working with are no longer on the commission, so I might ask for, for some additional volunteers to um, proofread to take a look at brochures, but really it was um, a, a document to hand out to members of the public, so anyone, um, and then candidates, and then people that are underneath the purview of the commission, so charter officers, um, candidates, um, candidates and council members. Okay, um, and then I too was, was wanting to say welcome to um, Commissioner Emery and Commissioner LaFasso and Congratulations to um, Commissioner LaFasso and Commissioner Ng on your positions. Commissioner LaFasso. Uh, one, I volunteer for that proofreading job. Uh, two, uh, thank you all. Um, thank you all for that other appointment election thing. Um, a little bumpy, but it's happened before on commissions. Um, it is what it is. Um, I, uh, I just wanted to say I've, this is my fourth city body I've served on. I haven't been sitting in these chairs for six years, and I'm glad I missed the pandemic. All that meetings from your house stuff wasn't going to be good for me. Um, just as an aside, um, 15 years ago I served on a city charter review committee, and I tortured myself over the weekend and watched a November 2009 hearing we did on what an ethics commission would look like in Sacramento if we ever had one. And I made a few misfires, um, but I, I bring some ideas about sort of the long range thinking about this um, in this city for quite a while, and I hope to make good use of them. And uh, with that, I look forward to working with all of you, and I'll yield the microphone. Thank you. Um, I also have a question, um, you know, about the internet access. You know, I try to get on the city at the meetings and agenda. So, you know, when I'm at work and I just, I just don't have, you know, cannot look at Mindy's email because she has a link. But if I just go into the city of Sacramento.org and just type out meetings and agenda, I can't get it. I cannot access the agenda. So 
Then I have to go, go back, you know, and look at in this email. Then that's a link. That's when I can click and then get, you know, get the um, agenda information or meeting information. So I'm just asking if you can take a look at that, <laughs> see, if see if that's the case, or maybe it's just, just, just me. No, um, and if there's any uh, easier way for people to just go and just one click and just get on if they are interested in coming to the meetings, you know. Uh, thank you for that input. Uh, we do, what I do is I bookmark it um, because that website where all the upcoming meetings are is always the same. Um, and I know the city is going through a, a website transition. So I know personally, Things have moved, um, and I typically Google. If you type in City of Sacramento meetings into Google, it'll take you right there. Um, but again, I bookmark mine because all of the upcoming meetings are on one web page. So that might be a good option for you. Yeah, but we'll definitely give that some thought. Yeah, you know, because I use different computers. I mean, at home is good, but then, you know, when you're at work is Sometimes it just uh, make it a little bit difficult. So thank you, appreciate that. The last item is public comments. Matters not on the agenda. And clerk, are there many, any members of the public who wish to speak on public comments? Matters not on the agenda. Thank you, Vice Chair, I have no speaker slips. This concludes today's agenda. Thank you, everyone, for your participation. The meeting is now adjourned. So I have to look.